In a world full of boring stories, bad videos, and marketing misinformation, one very tall man with a weird last name will use his microphone. Is this thing on? Use his video marketing knowledge. It's the red button, right? And use his friends. Please be on the show. To change that. You are listening to The Garlic Marketing Show with Ian. What? No, that's how you pronounce it. Well, if you say so, your host, Ian Garlic. Welcome to the Garlic Marketing Show. I am Garlic here, and I'm super excited about today's guest because we're, I mean, she's worked with some of the best, and she's danced for the Queen of England when she was 16. Uh, but I'm really excited because we're going to talk about authority building. We're going to talk about books. We're going to talk about marketing, of course. But before we get started, um, if you're looking to build your authority, video is one of the best ways out there and one of the most powerful ways. And Storycruise.com is the ultimate resource for creating your video strategy, for creating your plan, for finding local videographers, local editors. You can go to storycruise.com to get started today. Michelle Prince, thank you so much for being on the show. Awesome. Thank you for having me. I'm glad to be here. So, I mean, you're the CEO and founder of Performance Publishing Group. Um, obviously, you've done a lot of speaking. You've worked with Zig Ziglar. And one of my favorite things I want to talk about today is the quote. You have one of my favorite quotes out ever is on there is you can have everything you want in life if you just help enough people get what they want. Yeah. I love that. I love that. So um, tell me real quick about Dancing for the Queen of England. How did that feel? <laughs> so and that was a long time ago let me tell you oh that was but, what 15 years ago oh, easy maybe 10 right <laughs> I wish I wish um no I was a dancer in high school and I tried out for this all-american dance team and one of the places that we got to go and dance they picked 50 of us um was the opening ceremonies of the world's fair this was 1988 and the queen of england happened to be there and so not part of the plan, but she, we, we did a private dance for her. So it was, it was not only the opening ceremonies for this incredible world's fair, but we, we got to do something special and definitely unique. Very, very cool. Um, and you've done a lot of amazing stuff since then. And I want to get into authority building and how you build authority and why authority is important to everyone. Uh, but tell me a little bit about how you got started working with Zig Ziglar and developed your speaking career. So long story short, my parents forced me to go to a Zig conference right when I graduated high school. And uh, needless to say, I was not thrilled to go, but it was such a pivotal moment or weekend for me. And I, I, I literally walked up to Zig at the conference at the end and, and as a you know, precocious little 18 year old and said, I'm going to work for you one day. You just kind of wait and see. And it was almost five, I went off to college and it was almost five years later to the day I, I, I ended up working for Zig in sales. And so that was the beginning of my career working for this incredible man, this incredible company. And we were, you know, changing people's lives. So it was, it was pretty powerful. Very cool. And I mean, Ziggs obviously was one of the, the biggest speakers out there for a long time. And he is like the grandfather of almost everything that we see today. And it's, it's interesting because I still listen to it between him and Jim Rohn. It's pretty much everything is everything you hear today is echoed from that. Oh, sure. Absolutely. Uh, um, but, you know, so, you know, obviously Zig had authority, 
right? Zig Ziglar had authority. But I mean, you now have authority. At what point did you realize that, hey, this is something that I can take for myself? And how did you do that? Well, truthfully, it took me a little while. I mean, my story, you know, I left Ziegler. I went into software sales and I, I kind of tried to climb a corporate ladder for many, many years. But I, I secretly wanted to, you know, do what I'm doing today, speaking and coaching and all of that. And I always wanted to write a book. But for a long time, I didn't think I had what it took, right? You know, that, that negative chatter. And I, by the, so when I finally wrote a book, all of a sudden things shifted and I was the exact same person the day before and the exact same person the day after. But what happened was all of a sudden I was viewed as an authority, uh, the authority to come and speak on stages, the authority to consult, the authority to do all the things that, uh, you know, I couldn't do before. And, and the reason I love the whole authority thing, and you do the same with video, it's just putting your story out there, right? And it's, mm-hmm. it's getting yourself out there in a way to impact more people at once, right? And and there's power in that. And everyone has the ability to do it. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, everyone does and everyone should. And it's funny because, I, you know, I, I think there's probably a lot of people listening to this saying, I don't have a story. But I've been, you know, in 15 years of interviewing people, I've never found anyone that hasn't had a story uh, that's important and powerful. Um, how did you find the story or stories that you found most impactful for you? For my own story? For your own story. Well, for many years, I, I really didn't think my story was that interesting. And But yet when I'd, I'd have conversations with people, I've always loved personal development. That's just kind of my thing. And so, you know, I was that friend that was encouraging everyone, that was, you know, talking about goals, that was, you know, making my kids set goals. And, and that just came so natural to me. It never occurred to me that somebody else might be interested in learning about that. And then people would always ask me what it was like working for Zig. And so I remember the day, it was in 2008, I just had this epiphany moment of like, oh my gosh, I know exactly what my story is. And it's just me. It's not any different. It's not this big glamorous story. It's my ups and downs in life and you know the things I learned from Zig. And that was my first book, actually. Um, so, it, but it took me a little while. And, and that's where I see with a lot of folks who say, I don't have a story. You do, but you don't give credit to it or you don't have that. You don't see that it's valuable to someone else. And we crave information. We crave knowing how someone got where they, they are today. And that's your story, right? And uh, yeah, oh, completely. Um, and so that was your first book and you've written several books since then. You're actually giving away a free digital copy of your book, The Power of Authority. Go to power, thepowerofauthority.com slash free book. It'll be in the show notes. Um, but how did you decide which story was the story that you need to put in there that was going to make you the authority? And how do you do that for clients? So for me, and actually, there's a, a formula I use for clients where because there's really no lack of things you can write about. I mean, all of us have at least 10 books we could write about. But it's, it's got to be, it's a formula between passion and experience. And so I usually have them do this, this T-chart where we make a list of all the things that, that you're passionate about. Because passion is important, especially if you're going to put it in a video or in a book or, you know, you're going to be speaking on it. If you're not passionate about it, everyone will know. Um, and you're not going to want to keep moving forward. But it's more than just passion, right? You can't just, it's, it's, you're not just your passions. You also have all of these experiences. And I tell our authors that, you know, experience isn't always good. And sometimes we go through things we don't want to go through, but it's part of our story and you can't change it. 
So then it's a matter of looking at, okay, here's all my passions. Here's all of my experiences, which by the way, that's just who you are. But where's the intersection? Because you always want to, whether it's in a book or a video or in a blog, you want to have it be something that you're passionate about, but you have the credibility. And that's where that experience comes in. Um, because otherwise, yeah, I mean, I could write a book about parenting because I'm a parent. I could write a book about, you know, dogs because I have dogs. But is that really the, that my, is that really my story? No, it's just a piece of it. It's your story is what you are so passionate about sharing with someone else because you know it will make their personal or their professional life better, easier, you know, help them get through hurdles that you maybe didn't get to go through as easily. Yeah, and I agree with you. And, you know, you're saying the story, but then I hear you talk about multiple stories. And one of the things I always tell people is, you know, because I think a lot of people feel like there's this one story, this one little story that's going to make them wealthy and rich. Um, but it sounds to me like you're finding a bunch of stories. Um, how do you go about actually collecting those and finding those and crafting them? Well, a, a little bit of that exercise I was just mentioning, but I also, we, we, what is the goal, right? Why are you wanting to share your, why are you wanting to be the authority? I mean, what is ultimately driving that? And that's really going to determine where you start. So for example, I have a publishing business and that book, The Power of Authority has a purpose. The purpose is, is to educate business owners that, you know, there's so many different ways to market their business. A book is one that I happen to know, you know, will bring you a lot of that authority status. So it has a purpose. Um, for somebody who's just starting out and they would say, well, I want to write a book or I want to share my story. Okay. Why, you know, mm-hmm. is it just, is it to build you know, a, sto- a legacy for your kids or is it to become a speaker to be, you know, build a platform? And if that's the case, then, then it's a little bit of a different approach to figure out what, what do you start with? Um, but I always tell people too, you know, the fact that you write a book, I mean, the published author is what gives you the credibility, not necessarily the topic. So what's going to be the easiest for you to get out the fastest um, to start leveraging that authority right away? And so I want to know the story of when, when was the first time you realized that this book was making you an authority, that your first book was making you an authority? <laughs> so it's funny. The backstory is when I finally decided to write my book um, and I had that, that like, oh, I can do this, I can do this. I didn't tell a soul because I wasn't writing a book to build a business. I literally just felt like I'm, I'm going to write a book. I'm going to share it with my kids. I mean, who do I think I am to put myself out there that much, right? And what happened was, and even without trying, I wish I could say I had a grand plan. All of a sudden, once I was published and we did a launch and it you know, hit bestseller in those categories like those marketing efforts can do. But what happened was instantly I started getting calls to speak locally, uh, women's groups, um, all over, just calls to speak because I was an author. And then the second thing that happened instantly, as soon as someone read my book, I would start getting phone calls from people saying, oh, I want, I want to hire you as my coach. And I, I really literally would say to people, well, I don't coach. I, I just wrote a book. Like, what, why would you pay me when everything I would tell you would be in this book? And that is when my eyes opened because people, I realized that people learn differently, that you're what just who you are in your story. There's someone out there that's going to benefit from it and they want to invest in you to learn more. So that was the beginning, but it was, I was a reluctant business owner because I didn't write that book to build a business, but that's exactly what happened. And it's why I'm so passionate about helping people to do it today. Yeah. And I want to talk a little bit about, you know, cause I, everyone about the process of writing a book for authority. Cause I mean, obviously you've done it a lot. Um, but 
I really want to know, um, you know, when you're writing that first book and, uh, you know, because you're telling me I put everything in there. And I think this is a big thing when people make videos, when people write content, that they don't give everything. And I, and I think it comes back to that quote we had at the, begin, at the top, you know, the Zig Ziglar quote, you can have anything you want as long as you help enough people get what they want. Um, so, you know, how important and how did you make sure that you put everything into that book? You know, everything you knew, because it sounds like you put it, you're like, I heard all it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Here it is. And, and, and funny, it's as soon as you do one book, you realize, oh my gosh, I have so much more to share. Um, or, but even in video. So there's a little technique that I've used from day one. And, and I share it with, with our authors is, is don't, don't think of what you're, if you're writing a book or you're putting together a script for a video or anything you're trying to do, don't, you, you don't give it so much energy, put it aside and don't think of it that way. Think of it like you are sitting across the table from your best friend, your child, the, the person that means the most to you in life. And they come to you. And like my book was on personal development. It was called Winning in Life Now. And I just envisioned if my son, one of my sons came to me desperate and they're like, mom, I'm stuck. My life stinks. I, I need you to teach me everything you know about being a winner in life. What, you know, I, what, what, do you, what do you got? <laughs> and <laughs> if someone were doing that over coffee with you, you wouldn't hesitate to just like, oh my gosh, okay, well, first things first, you got to figure out, you got to set some goals or work on your self-esteem, all of that stuff, right? You instantly want to share and help people because that's just who we are. The same is with a book or a video script. It's like, okay, how can you serve someone? And if you only had one chance to give everything you know about that topic, what would you say? And it's just instantly it can come out. Um, but I, I always tell people, stop thinking about writing a book, just serve people. And because that naturally will just come out. It, it, it's I, if you're listening to this, you know, I think you need to mark that and listen to this over and over again, because I think it, it's probably one of the most important things I can tell anyone in video marketing. It's what I tell people when they're making their marketing plan. And I think it's, it's, you told it in two minutes, but it's so crucial. It's like sitting across from someone and giving them advice. And it's funny because people think that they should have this marketing speak or this author speak. And I, and like you're saying, it holds them back. So what happens next? I mean, so you did it. Obviously you had this natural, but now you're helping someone, you're helping people create books, right? You're helping authors get published. How do you keep them in line with that? <laughs> so obviously I like helping people with books, but I always say it's not about a book. It's about your story. And a book is just one way to really leverage your story. Um, you know, it's all about platform, as you know, right? That's what you're mm -hmm. doing with video. And the, what is a platform? It just enables you. It, it just makes people want to listen to what you have to say. Um, and so I, for me, it's just, I, I, I'm a big believer in helping people, you know, everything we need to be successful is already within us. And sometimes for most of us, we need someone else to see it first. So that's what I love to do. I love sitting down with someone and, and seeing like, here's what I see. Here's what I know to be true for like, here's what you could offer to someone to, to make their life, you know, better, or maybe you're great in business. Okay, great. Well, why not help other business owners? And um, I, so it's not really rocket science. It's literally just kind of putting the mirror back on yourself and just seeing what you already have. And, but the, the big thing is, is, is the courage to do something with it. Cause that's sometimes the hardest, mm -hmm. um, to be authentic. And then that's one more thing I'll just add is it's about authenticity. It's not about being perfect. Like you said, with your marketing speak, 
the more perfect we are, I feel like the more we repel people. Cause I don't know about you. I am so far from perfect that I can't relate <laughs> to that. So, you know, again, just come from a place of, of how, what can I share with someone personally or professionally that would make an impact that would help them and just come from that angle and then do it authentically. It, it, in a book, it's true. In video, it's true. Cause everyone's like, I think that's what's, I mean, I know it's what stops so many people. They're like, what am I going to look like? What am I going to sound like? I'm like, if you're helping someone who cares? Yeah. Um, it, I just have to add to that. Uh, sorry to interrupt you, but oh, no problem. you just gave me this uh, reminder. So when I was early in my speaking career, I've always liked to speak. So I, that part kind of came natural, but you know, we've all been on a stage where you get nervous sometimes. And somebody said to me, the reason you're nervous is because you're making it all about you. It's almost like Mm -hmm. you have a spotlight, right? There's a spotlight. And when you're speaking and you're nervous, that means the spotlight is on you and you're worried, oh my gosh, are they looking at my shoes or what do they think of this or what? That's not why you're up there. You are there to serve. So turn the spotlight on them and you won't come from a place of being nervous because you're literally there. I'm just here to give. I'm just here to serve. And I don't care how I look. (laughs) I mean, we do, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh no. And I mean, it's funny because that's, I mean, I've been in sales for a long time and, and I still, I learned all the sales techniques, but still I, I get on a sales call and I'm like, you know, I'm like, Oh, I get nervous. And I'm like, just help them out. And, yeah. and every time that turns it around and helps them. Um, and in fact, you know, I gave someone, you know, th- this week to advice because so many people right now are depressed and nervous and angry. I'm like, if you go out and serve people right now, you can't be in those States. It will move you out into a place of gratitude, of helping. And I mean, I think that's fantastic advice. Um, so, I, but I do want to move into how authority works because, you know, you've built this and obviously you've built authority. You, you wrote a book, you've got it out there and you've got a broad base of authority now. Um, but what, what are some of the surprising things authority has done for you in your business and your life? That's a great question. You know, from a business perspective, I never in a million years, if you would have told me 12 years ago or so that I would be having a publishing company and doing what I do, I would have, I would have thought you were crazy because I thought there's no way my story, but again, same story I was telling long before the book, um, would really, why would people care? So for that to happen, and literally I get to do this full time is just such a blessing that I, I, it's shocking to me every day. Um, but from a personal perspective, I have to say one of the most, um, surprising is how it impact impacted my family. Um, my kids, when I first wrote my first book, were in elementary school and, you know, for them to be so proud, like my mom's an author and, um, you know, now they're way older and I don't know if they feel the same way, but, um, 20 and 17. So we'll see. But, um, but the other cool thing is, so my, my, my mom, my dad and my brother have all now written books. They're all authors. They're all making an impact, some in different, you know, different ways, some just to inspire and others to build a business. So to see the ripple effect, it's kind of like, um, you know, when you get over your, whatever's holding you back and, and you put yourself out there, it, it almost liberates other people to be like, Oh, mm-hmm. well, shoot, if she can do this, I can do this. And that has just been one of the greatest gifts out of all of this. And I think about it all the time. And, you know, I've, I'm so fortunate. We have helped so many people to tell their story. And I'm like, I think, wow, what would have happened if I, if I stayed with all that fear of like, oh my gosh, what are people going to think? I'm no Zig Ziglar. You know, it's like 
once you can get past that and realize, no, it, it matters. Your story matters, but you got to tell it for it to make an impact. It's, oh, it's so true. And it's, I mean, that's fantastic advice because, you know, it reminds me of, I don't know if you've read um, The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield, but it's a great book, but he talks about, you know, you're not going to help the other, the, when there's a bunch of crabs stuck in a bucket, you're not going to help them by sitting in that bucket with them. You got to get out of that bucket and show them the way. And uh, that's, it's fantastic because it's, I mean, think about that, you know, you inspired so many people, but when you're able to inspire those people around you, mm-hmm. it, it's impactful. And I think anyone listening to this can do it. Um, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say, and one thing on that, you don't have to be perfect to do that. So many people get, well, when I'm at the height of my career, no, you just have to be one or two steps ahead of someone else to, to feel, you should feel obligated to share your story. Um, I'll add one last thing and then I'll stop. But my friend, Tom Ziegler, Zig's son, he talks about the sin of the desert. And I love this because this relates to your story or, or your authority is the sin of the desert is you're in the desert, right? You know where the water is and people are dying because they, they don't have water and you don't tell anybody. I mean, that is a sin, right? Well, the yeah. same with our story. If you've overcome divorce or, or negative thinking, or you've built a business and you know how to do that, or you're a really great parent and you don't share that information with someone else, that's tragic. So two steps ahead. That's all you have to be. And actually, and, you know, and, and, uh, you know, and I like to reference books. So Chip and Dan Heath did a bunch of studies on it and they've shown and made to stick that the people are two steps, just two steps actually help most people. It's when someone's way far ahead of you that it's really, um, you know, and we always, it's, that doesn't have the most impact. And, um, to your point of this in the desert, one thing I always hear from people, especially people that are really experts, like I've worked with attorneys, I have 30 years of experience. And, um, is one thing I call the curse of the expert and that they, because they know so much, they feel, they know how much they don't know. So they don't want to put themselves out there as experts. And to the point of the sin of the desert, it's like knowing where the water is, but not telling people because you don't know how to make a bucket or how to plumb the water out there. It's like, all you have to do is bring the people right. to the water. <laughs> um, so love that. Yeah. Such a great you know, and thank you, but you're making some fantastic points, important, important, important points here to people. Cause I think there's a lot of people stuck right now, you know, it's, you know, and it's a time to become an authority, especially in all this chaos to help people and people are afraid to do it. Um, you know, what, I mean, is it that same thing? Is it just get out there and help people? Is there a right time to not be getting out, putting your message out there? <laughs> Wow. So this has come up a lot. I've actually, over the last month, had more conversations with people realizing that if not now, when, right? Yeah. Because everybody, you know, I deal with mostly people who have nonfiction, personal, professional, something they want to share. It's like, if ever there is a time to organize your thoughts and how you can serve someone with what you know, it's now. And, I, you know, obviously it will help you, right? You know, those who emerge as uh, 10 steps ahead are going to do better once this is all behind us. But the other thing is, is, I mean, never is there an opportunity that people need it more than now. People need encouragement. At the end of the day, that's all our stories are. It's just hope and encouragement. You know, even if it's technical, right? You, you help people with videos, but if you could put a video out there to be like, guys, this isn't rocket science and there's a process and a formula and I can show you how to do it. That gives somebody hope like, 
okay, this isn't as hard as I thought. And so I personally believe now is the best time when everyone else is scared and, and literally paralyzed, you know, thinking about yourself and like, what can I do to serve people will absolutely help you in the long run and especially everybody else. Yeah. And it helps other people too. Yeah. And so, I mean, even, and even if you do make money off of it, you've got to keep your life support system on. Um, and I think a lot of people are afraid to make money with their authority, building this authority and asking for money. How, you know, do you see that a lot in the people that you're coaching and how do you help them overcome that? <laughs> yes. And I was one of them to be truthful. Um, when I first started, so I wrote the book and then I, like I said, I was getting calls to speak and to coach. And because I was, I was, I wrote about something I was so passionate about, you know, personal development. And I love feeding into people. That's just my personality. So, you know, I, I would do a lot of things for free in the beginning because I thought, you know, well, I'm not an authority yet. I, I mean, I just, I just, this is what I know. And, um, and so I would say like, oh, I'll, I'll just coach you for free or I'll speak for you for free. But what I figured out really quick, um, one, you can't survive on that. Um, <laughs> not much of a business if you're not making money, but, but more importantly, you're not helping anybody else because if you're not asking people to invest in themselves, you know, they're not going to do it. Right. So, um, but I was so hung up on that in the beginning and, and didn't put the value to what I know I knew because it just came natural to me, but I'm, I'm, I, I just know, and I know, you know, this too, it's like, you have to see people have to believe in, or here's a quote I've said for years. People will believe in you to the exact degree you believe in yourself. So if you don't believe you have what it takes, if you don't believe you're the authority, if you don't believe you can make a difference, guess what? Nobody else will. So it starts with you saying, you know what? I do have something to share. I do have a heart to help people. And when you put it out there, people will believe you. That's what happened to me. And I'm no different <laughs> than you or anyone else listening to this. And that's such a powerful mindset. Powerful, powerful mindset. And I mean, that's what it's all about when it comes to marketing is the mindset. Yeah. Um, and to get it done and believing in yourself. Um, so, you know, there, there's probably a lot of people listening to this that are thinking about a book and thinking, well, you know what? My book will never get as big as Michelle's. I didn't know Zig Ziglar. I don't have a publishing company. Um, but I'm sure you have stories of people who've built a, not a whole lot of authority, but enough of authority to transform their business. Can you, can you tell me about a few of those? Yeah. Gosh, we have so many stories. One that first one that comes to mind is a doctor that we've done a couple books for, but his first book, he he was already a very, he had a successful practice. And so he was using the book kind of as his business card, just, you know, to help with that. But he literally sent us a letter or a testimonial saying that that one book, which was a marketing approach in his mind, um, was the best ROI on any marketing initially initiative they'd ever done. And he's very much into, you know, the whole digital marketing world because it was the exact same thing that he was saying to the patient face to face, but for whatever reason, um, you know, cause he, he was kind of a holistic, had this, so a program to buy into. And instead of just saying, I'm the best, I'm the best, he would just push that book across the table and say, you know what, go to chapter 10 because somebody, one of our other patients, what is dealing with exactly what you're dealing with, read their story, read what we did for them. And and he said that that just, <laughs> it instantly changed everything for him in his business. And it was the same exact information he had on his website. He had in, you know, that he was t telling people. So yeah. that's just a really cool story. 
I think that's a very important, like when you're thinking about the profit of authority, you know, a lot of people think authority, well, it's going to drive these leads for me in this traffic, but really those moments are when you profit because you think, Hey, it's someone's taking more action. It's an existing customer. And, you know, one of my most favorite recent quotes or numbers is from um, Joey Coleman from uh, Never Lose a Customer Again, where he talks about, you know, a a 5% increase in client patient satisfaction can lead to a 25 to 100% increase in profit. And so there's that authority being used not to drive leads, not to close someone, but to make them more satisfied. And guess what's going to happen? They're going to be more referrals. He's enjoying his business more, which is priceless. You know, it's like you're going to, you're sleeping better at night. I, I think that's amazing. You know, it's because people think books, I'm going to get a bunch of Amazon sales and that's going to make me a millionaire. Oh, I'm that's so glad weird. you brought that up. No, Because <laughs> you may, you probably get the same kind of questions where we're like, well, okay, how much can I be guaranteed to make if I, if I do this book? And they, like, well, there is no guarantee, but because it's not a direct link, right? Mm-hmm. Just because you have videos or a blog or a book or whatever, it does not, it's not a direct one-to-one ratio. But how many things when you put yourself out there, like this is a great example, this podcast or any podcast, you know, you're not getting paid to be on a podcast, but you're sharing your information, you're sharing your authority. And in return, that is, it, 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 it creates um, more of the authority factor, right? Because mm-hmm. you're seen and heard in a different way. And what I'm trying to say is it's not a direct one-to-one relationship. You write a book, you make this money. You put a video on social media, you're going to make this money. You, be on, you do a podcast, you're going to make this money. But it does come because now all of a sudden people are perceiving and seeing you as that credible resource and somebody, a go-to person. And, and I think it's funny too because um, you say that it's not a one-to-one because there's also this underlying factor that you don't know about when you build authority that people – you, like you were saying, they treat you slightly different. Also, and you can hear in their words that they listened to a video, watch a video or listen to your podcast or read your book, but they don't say it. <laughs> Do you hear that often? Like yeah. you're like, you're like you, people kind of quote your book back to you and, and, but they don't mention that they read your book. Right. <laughs> of course not. They probably didn't. They read the back cover. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. Um, so you're ta- mentioning a podcast. You have a podcast too, correct? I do. I actually just launched uh, my own. I, I had been co-hosting uh, just part-time with The Ziggler Show for years, and I love podcasts, but I was very reluctant to do my own until recently. <laughs> um, and tell me about your podcast. What is so, it? Well, it's called The Power of Authority. Um, there you go. But it's really not just about a book. It's more about, you know, I, I interview people who are using their authority um, and making an impact in a, in a big way or in a, you know, helping others with just who they are. And, and so um, we do talk a little bit about publishing here and there, but primarily I'm bringing people on that are leveraging their story and how others can do it too. Love it. Love it. It's so important. Um, and so, you know, when it comes to, let's talk a little bit mechanics of book writing, of how you guys work and, and you know what? Here's the thing. It's like people, the two things, how am I going to get the book done? And then how am I going to make it a bestseller? That's, those are the two questions, right? <laughs> so overall, I mean, I know that you, you can't tell me everything at once, but overall, how does that work? 
So it's two different processes, right? Yeah. First is the writing, um, mm-hmm. which is just discipline. <laughs> um, in fact, I'm in the middle of a, 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 a mastermind group right now where we're, we're writing a book in 30 days. And it's like, look, it's it can be done, but it does take discipline. But it's not a lot. I mean, 500 words a day is, mm-hmm. is not much. But, um, but the other thing is where people usually get hung up in writing a book is you don't have to write a book to be an author. And what I mean is, is you have this story, right? You know something, your expertise, your passions, all of those things. But you don't have to be a great writer. You can either hire a writer, a ghost writer, which we, we help people with that. But, or grab your phone, grab a recorder, you know, record yourself on Zoom talking about what you would put into a book and then just get that transcribed and that, let that be your first draft. So my whole thing with this is don't. Don't make this more difficult than it is. However, you can get it out of your head on the paper, do it. Um, and so that's the first thing. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you have to go through the publishing process and you have options. You can do it yourself or you can hire a company to help you. Um, and then and only then can you really start looking at that next part of bestseller, which is just marketing. It is literally just, okay, and whenever I, uh, I help people with books, I'm like, it's so much more than just publishing a book. And yes, you have to write it, then you have to publish it. But if you don't market it, if you don't get your message out in a big way, you're not going to help anyone. Um, and I'm a big fan of what you do because I always, and I don't do what you do other than for myself, but I tell people, get out there on video because that's how people are engaging. And if you're not ready to put it in a book, get it on a video, do a Facebook Live, do something. But you got to market your book or it will never, ever sell. Yep. Yeah. And um, so I always ask for like a ninja tip. What's the one thing that's working right now in marketing books? What, what, what's one of the unique things that you're doing right now? If you can tell us one little secret, I'd appreciate it. Yeah. No, <laughs> no I'm thinking. I'm like, that's a great question. Um, you know, this is giving it away for free is actually something that, and I know that doesn't sound like something anybody wants to do, but, but um, I certainly didn't create this. Russell Brunson certainly has done a good job of it through the years of, you know, if you have a book and you put your best stuff in the book, right? Don't hesitate putting your, your best stuff out there because guess what? Most of the time when somebody reads your book, very, very few people will take it, read it and do it and, and go and implement it on their own. Most of the time we want somebody to help us either coach us along the way or do it for us. So in my experience, when I first launched The Power of Authority back in November, um, I'm still not selling it. I I, I gave it away for free, the physical copy, completely for free. And that cost me a lot. But it doesn't take many publishing clients to totally make up for that. So that is something that I, it's not a secret, but it's working. It's working because if you can get your content out there and somebody reads even just enough of it to see you as the authority on your subject, I promise you it'll come back. Um, and one other thing I'll add to that, and this is something I've been doing for years is I've been saying that your book is your business card. I mean, no matter what, it is a business card and it doesn't have to be a full book. Like, you know, this is my full size book, but I have my business card. Um, it's over there. I can't, it's not with an arm reach to show you, um, but it's, it's for, it's a little book and I call them mini books, business card books. Uh. I give that away for free. Now it's published the exact same way a full size book would be. So it's done well. It does. I have an expense to it. I mean, it costs me money to publish it, to design it, to print uh-huh. it, but it's not much. And, but the value I've had more business come out of that free little business card book than anything, because when I speak, 
I offer, you know, would everybody like a a free copy of my book? Great. See me in the back. We'll exchange business cards and we swap business cards. So I'm building my community, right? But what happens is they don't throw, people don't throw away a book. Don't throw it away. Yeah. They'll throw away your business card. All all day long. Yeah. They won't throw your book. And I've had more people contact me a year, two years after I gave them that business card book. And they're like, I'm finally calling you because this little book has been sitting on my desk for the last two years. And because I couldn't throw it away. That's that. That was the ninja tip. I love it because I, I, it's fun. I, my wife is my business partner too, and she's a graphic designer and she always wanted me. I'm like, honey, I want, I want business cards that people won't throw away. So I was like, I want platinum business cards, metal business cards. And she's like, but these are so expensive. I'm like, but people don't throw them away. People throw away business cards. And everyone asks me for a business card and I'm like, I don't have. Because it's like, you're going to throw it away. Here's my email address. But that is great. I love that. And that's so cool, too. And I'm, I'm sure they show people and it sits out. Because and what I, my, now I'm just imagining it. Because what I do is I go my, my immediately to the scene. And I'm imagining, like, in my office, I've got all these books here behind me. But it's too small to put there. So I'm going to put it on my desk. And yes. it's just going to sit there. And yeah. every time I look at it, I'm going to think about Michelle. I'm like, oh, I should write my book. And That's you great. put good info in there. Don't just give them teasers, right? I mean, you have a call to action at the end, but give great content that somebody feels like, I just got a ton of value in this 20-minute read. <laughs> yeah. And, but you will be perceived. Again, sales is serving. So if you serve first, give away what you have. Like Zig said, you can have everything in life you want. If you just help enough other people get what they want. That's really what that book, uh, formula is all about. That is fantastic. I love that. And my marketing team is going to hate you because I'm going to get off here and be like, we need to do this right now. (laughs) (laughs) I can do it. You can do it. Trust me. (laughs) Yes. Yes. That is fantastic. So Michelle, uh, power, your book is powerauthority.com and it's slash free book. We can get a free copy there and which is fantastic. Get a free digital copy. Um, Tell me a little bit about how people can work with you couple different ways, you know, with everything changed, um, changing over the last month or so, our live events are postponed. So I'm doing a lot of, uh, I do small group masterminds, helping people to get their book done in 30 days. I do, um, you know, of course the publishing part of it. And then I just do a ton of free content too. So, you know, that's find me on Facebook. Um, I do masterclasses, Q and A's right now more than ever, just to help people to get started, take advantage of this downtime if you have downtime. And, um, but yeah, through coach, I would say consulting or the publishing are usually the two best ways that we can work with someone. Awesome. Yeah. And, and your, we'll put your website link in there. It's michelleprince.com. Um, and we'll get you all, you know, if you guys need any of those contact info, they'll be in the show notes. If you're watching this on YouTube, it'll be down below in the description. Uh, but Michelle, Thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks. And thanks for that ninja tip. That was awesome. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for having me. I I had a lot of fun. Uh, It's been my pleasure. And thank you all for uh, taking Michelle and I on your journey. This has been Ian Garlic and the Garlic Marketing Show. Video. You know it will make you an authority. You know it will get you more leads. Better leads that close faster and spend more with you. And video stories will help you be remembered and connect with those perfect clients. The problem is, where do you start? Storycruise.com is the place to go. It's like a film crew with an S. What's your strategy? Do you do it yourself? Do you hire a videographer, an agency? Do you need an editor? 
How do you know if they really know your business and how to make videos for business that work? The answer to all of this and more can be found at storycruise.com. It is the place to find the latest video marketing strategies, the best gear for your business, as well as videographers, editors, and agencies near you that are trained in video storytelling for business. Go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get special insider info for listeners of the Garlic Marketing Show, including special access to several of my courses, including my case story course. Go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get a whole bunch of special offers just for listeners of the Garlic Marketing Show. Whether you're looking for a videographer or to do it yourself, go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get started today. That's it for the Garlic Marketing Show. If you want to get the inside scoop and the latest techniques, make sure to follow Ian Garlic on Facebook. 